Cool 97 Radio. Singles live on the nation's coolest Cool 97 FM. Noran and I, we are in tonight and we'll be joined by Andre Allen Casey. Let me see if he's on the line with us. Andre? Yes, ma'am. You sound far. Well, I can't fix this. <laughs> How are you, Andre Allen Casey? I am doing very well, thank you. Good, good. I'm doing very well. How is that? Is that better? Yes, it is much better. So, Dre, Dre, let me let me tell you this. I am sitting over the side that Dre used to sit, or oh. Ivor. Um, none of them is with me tonight. So, I've asked uh, Noran to um, fill my space over on the other side. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Casey. <laughs> Good evening. Pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure. It is so Indeed. good to hear from you, Andre. Yes. Um, last month, I know you missed your show and our listeners were asking um, what happened to Andre, what happened to Andre. And so I basically told them that you were um, not well, you were under the weather. So I want to, I want to tell you um, that they are so excited um, to hear from you and we, we, we want to know what has Andre Allen Casey been up to, what has transpired, what has happened to you and how you coped. We, know, we want a full hundred. <laughs> and you can get it. <laughs> Just when to start. <laughs> All right, you can start Andre Allen Casey. Okay. Um, Alrighty. Um, thank you so very much again for this beautiful um, opportunity. Um, so, uh, to our listeners, I contracted COVID-19 over three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to say that the, I have an excellent um, bill of health. Um, to the point where I mean, I've not only lost some weight um, for the first time I, and I do not understand but go figure I even have um, my blood sugar because I, I, I'm diabetic mm-hmm. and, my, and my blood sugar is in single digits now um, literally um, I have much more energy um, I'm walking and exercising. I'm exercising plus I, I have a little gym thing at, at my place, at my home. I'm, I'm using it. I'm on it. Um, wow. So, so, so amazingly, COVID-19 has, has turned my life around. Um, you know, to the, to, to the point where, as a matter of fact, one time, I, if you ask me, what was my middle name? It would be high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Andre High Cholesterol Allen Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and now uh, my cholesterol is almost so low; it's, all, it's, all, it's out of the it's out of the range, right. <laughs> out of the range or something that is said. But I have low cholesterol now, um, literally. Um, so, so COVID nineteen has literally put me. Um, on a path that um, I am excited about this new path, so to speak. 
um, especially as far as exercising and, and ensuring that my blood sugar um, right now is from five, maximum nine, maximum nine. But you're talking about, and nine is only um, so, um, it's high. But I'm coming from a 14 regularly. <laughs> only Andre. So now, so now I'm at, um, I've got as low as five. 5.7, 5, 5.3, um, but, and I'm not on insulin, at least not anymore, mm -hmm. um, because when I was in the hospital, they put me on insulin. Um, but no, so, so I start off, I'm starting off with the, with the, where, what COVID-19 has, has, uh, has done, has, what has done for me. There's more, but, but I'll stop right there. But where I'll go now is how it began. Right, because when you when 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 I spoke to you, and you said that you are not feeling well, um, one of the first thing I said to you, Andre, you're sure you know contract COVID, and your answer was, no. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but no. I maybe mean, Andre, Andre and I rolled this way, and you said no, and I said hmm, and I said hmm, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> I said, and I said, hmm, okay. Um, so, Andre, um, please walk. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say us. Can you please walk me through how you find out um, that you were, 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 were COVID-19 positive and the course of treatment you received? Okay. So, the Sunday when I left the church... Um, before the Friday when I was admitted into the hospital, I just kind of felt, you know, a little bit weak. And I said, I don't feel so weak. Anyways, um, went home um, about the Monday, the, the Monday evening. I said, no, felt even weaker. Um, Tuesday, I was getting worse. So I said, no, so I literally said to my wife, I said, you know, these were my exact words. I said, look, I kept going to Camga Hospital now because they can't bother with, with, with home of you. Mm -hmm. Now, when she heard me say something like that, she said, huh? Because you have to understand, and, and Nora, um, I, I mean, I, I do not like hospital with a passion. True. I, not only do I not like hospital, I don't like injection at all. No, I was fully vaccinated. Yes, yeah, so our listeners fully, fully were just asking if you were fully vaccinated. I was fully, fully vaccinated. And the huge is that I went, um, so I said to my wife, hey, my father was going to So she's like, mm, something was wrong with you. So of course, she, she took me to the doctor. <laughs> and... Uh, and when she took me to the doctor, the doctor says, listen, what are you feeling? So what I was feeling then, I felt a lot of, I had stomach cramps, stomach aches, because I kind of lost my appetite. So, but, but then I had body pain. I didn't have any flu. I wasn't coughing. I didn't have any fever. I didn't have nothing of, nothing of the sort. So, but, 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 but I, my stomach was hurting me. And I felt um, kind of weak into my body. But I was having more like muscle pains then. Mm -hmm. I, feel, I felt weak, yes, but I was having more muscle pain. 
along with my stomach ailment. So, so she was saying, hmm. But, so, she said I must go to several different tests and things. As a matter of fact, she wrote me to do an executive profile. Um, inside, I, I give joke and I talk to the body and what have you. And, um, and then she said to me, okay, you know what? I'm going to um, go and do a test for dengue. Because that's the first thing she said came to her mind. When she listened to what was happening to me, she ruled out COVID. But then she said, you know what you do? Take a, take a COVID test also. So the um, call around and, you know, the price for the PCR test and everything. And I said, okay, well. Um, so I went to so the Friday. So I went to her the Wednesday. Um, I got some medication the Thursday. And the Friday, I did all my blood work, Friday morning. Then I went down to Winchester. Now, on my way there, no, at this point now, I was even weaker. Yes. I was even weaker. Um, so I went to, to, to Winchester. I was so weak, they came out to do the PCR um, test. Came to the car to give, to give it to me, to, mm-hmm. to do it, to administer it rather. So... Um, then I went back home. My wife said, want something to eat? I said, no, I really feel weak. When I went back home, I should have taken that, that cue, by the way, and decided to go straight to the hospital. But I went back home. Right in my reach home, I still couldn't come out of the car properly. But, and so I eventually reached home. I went inside, rather. Um, you know, I was, I, I was, I was undressing. And um, I just felt my chest was, was tightened up on me. Mm-hmm. My chest was tightened up on me. And I was gasping for a breath, literally. And I'm saying, is what is... I can hardly speak. I can hardly, hardly breathe. I'm saying, it's what happened. And, and my wife literally said, you know, I did for me today, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I did for me today. And she was kind of holding me out of the house. We're missing. I was taking off my clothes. I just said, I just said, oh, I'm never put on something. Mm-hmm. I just grab one shot and put on part. <laughs> oh, dear, Andre. And, mm-hmm. and, and I was back into the car. And she, and, um, and she was just putting on one piece of drive. I would have got to you a hospital. She called her, 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 her other doctor. And her other doctor says, you go straight to Yui. You don't go anywhere, so you go straight to Yui. And you go and tell him that he have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doctor and me name is because at the point now, I did not get my results. Right, right. So she said, you go tell him, sir, because if you, if you have COVID, yeah. then they to get rid of you. So while she was driving, I said to her, my you kill me off. <laughs> I can't, I'm in, I'm in discomfort, but I'm saying nine year kill me after. Now, and I, I want you to catch this. God is good to my wife and I. I kid you not. It's amazingly good to us. And I did not care about any of my material possessions. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even care how much money my house. I'm a fact. I didn't even want to go to the it's twenty three I wanted to go. <laughs> but twenty three don't take COVID patients. Mm-hmm. Just put it out put that out there, folks. Twenty three does not take COVID patients. Unless of course you're recovering. But but if you haven't no not gonna take it. So you're gonna have to find yourself at one of these three places. KPH um, UA Hospital or Chess Hospital. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is it. So, of course, I'm at UA Hospital. Went up there. Um, reached up there to test my my, my uh, um, oxygen level. It was kind of it was low. It was in the low 80s. I remember seeing that when they put it on me. Um, and, and I saw, I saw some like 78 one, at, at, at one time. Low 80s and I saw, I thought I saw 70 something. So they put me on oxygen almost immediately. My challenge too, and I'm thankful for that. It took them, and, and I understand I'm not the only person when I went there. So I was just sitting out right outside there in a wheelchair with my oxygen mask on, in my shorts and a shirt. And I'm just there waiting, and then some two different um, doctors call me. They said, I must make sure I have my phone. I had my phone on me. And they called me, and the two of them asked me the same question. Mm-hmm. But what was unique, they asked me the right answer, and I could never know what the left hand was doing. So they asked me, why am I there? Mm-hmm. I said, because I feel sick. I said, I'm come to hospital. I can speak a little bit better now because I get oxygen, right? So I took the oxygen off of the mask up. I said, because I'm sick. I said, I'm come to hospital. You think I will people come to hospital? Right. You know, they're so so shots. Yeah, they're so so shots. I mean, I can't laugh, man. No, don't get me wrong, you know. But I was a little annoyed because now I'm there an hour and a half. I'm now there an hour and a half. It took altogether five hours before I was um, before I reached into the COVID ward. Mm. So I would love if they could tidy that part up and 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 asking some questions that you know, you know, um, everybody come and asking the same questions. And I'm like, but I just gave this interview with somebody a while ago. And I'm and, and it's the same bachelor questions I've been given here, you know. So um, at least three different persons asked, but I know two doctors for sure. So I was like, uh, here we go again. That was that felt a little bit annoying, but beat as it may. Mm-hmm. Um, that they took me into another room and they're taking some blood from me and everything, and they administered the, the the PCR test again and and. And they put some tape on me because, but then <laughs> the machine wasn't reading properly. It, 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 it's kind of a ECG mach, ash, machine. They told him the book, no, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm inside this, I'm like, well, just my lucky. But, but I must admit, you know, while I'm in there, you know, in, in my mind, I'm like, 
You know, so me I stay inside and I now come out, you know. Because a while ago, the experience that I just had coming here, I am not leaving this place. So, <laughs> because now I was even a little bit worried if they're going to um, untake me or accept me. Right. And, I'm, and I remember one, one, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hallucinating. I remember one doctor says, you know, it, it is because the, the well, she never says because. Let me make sure I quote her properly. She says, you know, basically, we are at a phase and a stage where we can accept you. Oh. But 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 mm-hmm. but but couple months ago, you know, when when this thing, when, when in the height of what was going on with COVID and things like that, we would send it back home. Mm-hmm. So yeah. although this is what is happening to you, in other words, she's saying, "Thank you, lucky stars, we are at this phase to accept you," <laughs> because other than that, we probably send it back home. Um, even with, 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 with where your oxygen level is, um, where it is. So I was uh, also equally happy that not, not a lot of, you know, because when I went you now on the wall and they pushed me in a wheelchair and stuck an oxygen tank into the wheelchair with me, um, mm-hmm. that wasn't very comfortable, but I would take one hand and hold it up. <laughs> hmm. and, uh, I wasn't worried of a bed. <laughs> <laughs> then push me up on a wheelchair and stop the accident tank right beside me. And I have to hold it up while the man push me. <laughs> <laughs> and that good push dog, what's It's not around the corner, by the way. Um, literally. Um, so be it as it may, when I, went, when I reached on the ward, I... It's the place looked like a scanty. I was like, whoa, okay, not so bad. And, uh, you know, I looked around and I saw about one... About three persons. There were, there were one, two. Um, there were three males inside there that, you know, them look like them can manage, you know. Everybody else that I saw, it was about eight of us then that were on the ward when I reached. Um, so I looked around and I said, okay, that person, that person can move, that person can move. But these three persons, including myself, four of us, look like we can get up and go to the bathroom and all. Well, I learned that I was the youngest person, and I'm 50 a little bit, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and, and I was the, the youngest person there. And, I, and, and I'm not saying what I'm... This information that I'm about to share is a fact. But um, somebody told me that... Well, well I found out at least from those three men, I said, and they were older than I am. I said, I said, did you, did you? I said, um, and, and this is after, you know, while I was um, um, getting better, but I don't reach there yet. I said, um, so, so when I said the COVID, when I the COVID shot, and, and they said, no. And then most of the folks that I said that, of course, clearly, I'm the youngest one, said, so what the world damn it? I remember saying to this other person, you take it, they said, no. And then I hear people on the phone, because it's an open space now, you know. Open space. I hear people on the phone saying, Wow, Miss Simon never take it. And then I was and then I learned that I was the only one that took it. When I came there, you had people, um, some of these men that I met, that these were we were the only men then because male and female are underwater together. In that world, it's a big open space. 
and your money being monitored by a camera. And so if you're, if you're feeling any discomfort, just hold up your hand and um, the person who's monitoring the camera cannot come inside, by the way, but still has to call. And then wherever that nurse is, our doctor, have to make the trick. <laughs> to where you are. To come towards them. Mm. And then, to, and then get, get get garbed up, if that's the word. They might win, win them from head to toe. From head, you cannot, you cannot even recognize these people. Head to toe. Them, them, them. And so I'm saying, hold on a minute. If, if when you come inside here, and and and, and you are so protected, then this place here. It's an, it's an infected place I'm coming into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so of course, I start to reason it and say, hold on a minute. You know what I say? The very thing I try, I may have it, but, but can I get reinfected, by the way? <laughs> That's what I started to worry about. That. I said, hold on a minute. But I don't suppose I am getting better. We don't know where to go. We not keep right here, so. So I spent five nights there, and always in my mind is like, um, the home is going to get better because you know when folks start to cough, you know, in the name of Jesus, when folks start to cough, that that cough and and some things what they say, people come up, come up, come off a people's chest. No man, it frightens you, man. The cough frightens you, and what come off of, and when you sick, frighten you, frighten you even worse. So. So you're there and you're like, no, man. And as far as you're concerned, and remember, you know, um, you can basically, you can't move up too much because sometimes too, just to walk to the bathroom, you get, you get tired. You must know. Just to walk to the bathroom, you know. Um, and the bathroom is not, is not, I don't know if it takes um, one minute. It's seconds it takes to reach the bathroom, Okay. And 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 they get tired. They literally get tired to show you how how this thing here. Um, so so I was not in pain pain per se. It's just my breathing was, was problematic for me. I wasn't really in pain. So I'm there. You must have went to stop in the car. No, I'm going to I'm going to just tell you to just um, take a breather. We're going to take a break. Um, it's coming up, but I want to ask you a question so that you can ponder on um, what I'm about to ask. Um, were you scared at any point? And if so, how did you tackle that fear? Um, did you have to counsel yourself, Andre Allen Casey? Just think about it. Yes, so we'll come back. It is now 10 p.m. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. Noran, you saw you're so quiet. I'm listening. You're so quiet. (laughs) I didn't go through what he went through, but I went through something. So hearing other stories just brings you back to what happened. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. So we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Andre Allen Casey, and uh, hopefully Noran will come out of his pondering stage Hmm. and uh, uh, join in the conversation. We're going to go to the break. We'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. You're listening to Singles Live, and this special segment is courtesy of Evergrow Garden Center and Horticultural Supplies. 
When you want it to grow, call the pro. They are the experts at 12 South Avenue in Kingston. Let them help you master your backyard gardening skills and nurture beautifully healthy plants. It's a perfect way to de-stress while you mold that gift of the green thumb and encourage the love of nature in your family. And of course, we want to say thank you so much to Evergrow Garden Center for their continued sponsorship of Singles Live. Remember to go on down and get the poinsettias. They are in full red and yellow at Evergrow, so check them out. So let's delve back into the conversation with Andre Allen Casey. Andre, are you there? I'm here. Great. So we were talking about your fairs. Uh, is there something or is, are there were there moments that you got scared and as a counselor yourself, how did you counsel yourself? Did you have to do the self-talk? Certainly you did. You couldn't stand in the mirror. So yes, it's a self-talk. Tell us, tell us about that. Tell us about your, your vulnerable moments. Because, you know, Andre, um, when you talk about a, 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 a psychologist, a counselor, um, people don't think that they have vulnerabilities, you know, and they get scared and fearful. Um, but we want to hear from you. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you very much for that question. Um, so... When I reach into the hospital, when I reach in week there, at at about they the, the, the check you off at about eleven o'clock, and um, and they kind of turn off the lights. At least the first night they turn off the lights. And so remember now, you know, it's not many of us there, but um, and and you see you saw where there are some folks who that they could. At least some of the men, you know, that I saw could move. Um, some of the females that, that I saw, it looked like they were bedridden. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got my the drip thing on my hand and my oxygen. Um, and I slept through the night relatively well. I heard some coughing and things like that. But what? But the first thing I noticed at 5 o'clock, Five o'clock now, you know, in the morning. No, first at 4.30, this gentleman was on his phone. And he's talking, 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning. So about, I probably went off to sleep maybe um, 11.30 or quarter to 12. So, but at 4.30 now, this gentleman is on his phone. And I'm like, hey, what, what is wrong with this guy? Then, um... At five o'clock now, I hear, uh, 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 like, you know, the pushing things coming in. So I says, what is, what is this? And there are their lights on and everything, and, and they come to administer, um, to come and do their rounds. So, so you have about five different encounters throughout the day where, they, where the, they're coming and test their vitals and, and administering uh, medication of different sorts. Um, and they routinely do that at least five different times um, for the day. And they finish off with, you know, at about 11 o'clock in the night. So I said, okay, this is, this is what I have to deal with. Okay, then. that was the first night. The second night, um, I said, they're bringing in people. I said, huh? I, I don't know where did I get it in my head that the place would remain empty. <laughs> 
So the second night, I said, they're bringing in people. I'm like, well, but everybody that I see they bring in, and until, of course, before I left, the place was full. At least as far as I could see. And um, all the beds are occupied. Um, so where they even have to put people in, in, in ICU. And, and, and one gentleman is in a room by himself. But there's cameras, you know, watching everybody. Um, but, but, but there isn't, but, there, but, but you have been monitored on the outside. But you do not have like a, a, like a, a doctor or a nurse inside there. So, so nobody's inside that open space. So, but, but you have been monitored. Um, so there's a nurse on the outside who cannot come in, by the way, but can only call, call um, other doctors and, and, and other team to come and assist if, you're, if something is happening to you. So, so when I recognized that, I said, uh, I, I, I said, then if something is happening to me, um, what I must do is said, just raise your hand and wave it. You know, we will see you. So, um, that, so we're talking about what scared me. So, the, so the the second night, I heard some moaning and groaning. I mean, pain. So I raised my hand. And they're talking to me about so one o'clock or so. So I raised my hand. You know, after the, the people are coming in throughout the day and what have you and things like that. And especially in the night, you know, all one o'clock, two o'clock, um, you would have people coming in. Of course, um, and they take a good half an hour before they get that person settled and then they leave. Um, but they don't get as much sleep because. Even at three o'clock for two nights for three o'clock, the cleaning people them come in. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaning people them come in at least two nights, and of course I I I, I'm, I remember you know, I'm probably one of the the most fit person inside here. Um, so I said, so I complain. I said, then they, they can't choose the battles. This is the best time. I thought we needed our rest to help us to recover. Is this the best time to um to, to get someone to come in and clean? No, man, that is unacceptable. Because when I come clean, you know, they must lick up your bed, they must move to something. They're just not careful about what they're doing. They're just, you know, they're just there to clean, you know. Um, the scary thing was, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the pain. As I said, you know, so, so you see what people cough up, you hear the coughing, and then you hear the pain around you. And you're like, hold on a minute. No, man. So after the second night, where more folks were coming in now, and everybody, I'm the only one coming from wheelchair. Everybody's coming from bed. And uh, uh, so I started to, to say to myself, hold on a minute. If I'm into a place, an arena, where I am more healthy than these folks, then... I don't I, I need to be into a space by myself. Because at least we don't cough like them people here. So, I need, so they are going to reinfect me. I'm have on my mask. Um, having my oxygen. They, they even turned on my oxygen level because they're saying that, look here, I don't need so much oxygen now. But this is after the, the second, no. The second, I think after the second night or the third night, they turned on the oxygen. I think that's never the third. Um, we have turned on the oxygen and say, hey, you know, I don't need so much oxygen. So, 
But but before the turn it down, I'm saying the second night when I see all these folks coming in, I start to get nervous and uncomfortable because I'm saying to myself, hold on a minute, I'm going to get reinfected. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, I want to come out of this place. Mm-hmm. So I was ready to leave. I was ready to leave. And the, and the pain and the noise that, 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 that you know, that, 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 and the discomfort, rather, that the folks around you were going through. I was like, no, man. I, 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 this is not, this is unhappy. This, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm going to be honest now. I said, I did always finish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I'm not supposed to probably should answer that. But in my mind, I said, but wait, you know, she said, come, come, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I became, I, right then and there, I, I think I may have had a panic attack. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because I became so nervous because it's me it's me just reasoning and thought to myself, no, I'm not having any conversation with anybody. I'm just reasoning and thought to myself, I don't want to Um and then remember, you know, when I when I came there, you know, there were folks who were uh, these men that I saw, they were there up to two weeks before I came. So 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 while so, so two of us, I said no, he came out myself so three of us were on the road to recover doing very well um a gentleman that was there he caught the covid at, at, at a different section of the hospital and therefore had to had to be brought there because he was waiting for a major operation and and in and, and i asked him i know his story but i'm not going to talk about it because that is kind of unfortunate but i'm not gonna go in there until i get his go ahead to do so because and you need to hear that story, dear. And I, honestly, you need to hear that story because you have sometimes you have some folks that that that, and I'm not bashing the hospital or anything like that. But but sometimes you have some folks that 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 that, that because you don't hear the story, you really don't know. Um, um, you know put it this way: um, nobody is are going to incriminate themselves or each other. Okay, that's just the truth. They're not going to incriminate themselves or each other. Mm-hmm. That you you remember, I said that to you. Mm-hmm. You remember, I said that to you. I was scared. Yeah, hold that scared. thought, Andre. Hold that thought. Let us do um, some justice to Evergrow. Okay. You're listening to a special segment in Singles Live, brought to you by our friends at Evergrow Garden Center and Horticultural Supplies. Remember, as Jamaicans, we must continue our efforts to grow what we eat and eat what we grow. And Evergrow is the ultimate one-stop shop experience to get everything for your farming, gardening, and growing needs. Call 876-906-9916 or 876-906-9160 for details. So when you want it to grow, remember to call the pro. Yes, Andre, back to our conversation. I remember... um, communicating with you um, on WhatsApp. And there was one day when I said, um, I can't remember what I said to you. And you said, hopefully. And I was like taken aback. Is this Andre Allen Casey that I am speaking to? (laughs) You remember? Boy, I don't remember. I know you don't remember, but I was like, (laughs) oh my God. And then for me, I started, I am knowing where you were, had to start to self-talk. I had to, I had to, I had to dig and 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 hear your own voice. 
I had to dig to hear your own voice. I said, no, that is not Andre. And I can, and I can look back at my messages and, and I said, what do you mean by hopefully? You will. I said, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I said, yes, you yes, will. Yes. Yes, I said you correct. will, right? That is correct. Yes, right. That is correct. So I was, I was, I was hearing your voice saying to you, Andre Allen Casey, that you will. That and I reckon that maybe that was right. Maybe that was the moment when you were um, were scared and 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 wondering if you were in the dead house. I broke down and mm -hmm. I broke down about two, three times, literally. I mean, we're. I am laying down there, I cannot sleep, I've lost taste, everything tastes the same way, literally. Um, and, 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 and the penultimate, the penultimate for me is when this particular lady um, perished. Mm. Um, and when I saw that, I remember um, just saying, I need to leave this place, but I can't come out. I, 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 I don't have the strength to come out. But what became almost surreal is that this lady was, was, was earlier in the day, uh, she was on her phone. I remember going to the bathroom and I saw her in the, in the bed and she um, had a mask on and sometimes she would take it off because she's talking on the phone or sometimes she leave it and try and talk on the phone. And, and remember, you can't hear everybody, you can't see everybody. And you can hear the the conversation. And um, and she and she was making plans. And 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 the the night the night she died. And so honestly, I cried. <laughs> yeah, you know, I cried. I don't know if I was crying for for her. I was crying for myself. But but but, but I cried. I mean. I cried. I said, I said, oh, man, this thing is real. Mm -hmm. this, this thing is, is, is literally taking people's life. This thing is real. And, and so um, um, I, I remember even almost getting, in, getting into it with, 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 with a nurse um, because... I couldn't, I, I didn't get any chance to sleep. Um, she asked me, you know, how you slept? And I said, you really want to hear? And when I tell her, then she was pushing back and, and, and almost, there was must, must learn to be understanding. I was like, then don't ask me a question, I won't be sleep then. Um, but, but me doesn't me. Um, so, but what did I do? I, I accepted the words. So I'm just telling you what was happening to me, you know. Mm -hmm. So I accepted the words. I'll pray for you. Yeah. And and, and while on one hand, and and, and this goes really so on away now, you know. I, I appreciated those words, but those words did not change my status. Mm-hmm. I. I, so I'm like, okay. So here it is that I'm trying to recover, but at the same time, I have to try to be courteous. And that was annoying. I had to be saying, yeah, thank you, okay. 
Um, I wasn't do, I wasn't talking on the phone. I only did voice. I did voice notes. <coughs> I did voice notes and and sometimes some 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 typing, in terms of WhatsApp. But I wasn't talking. I only did the talking you know, on WhatsApp call when my wife or daughter would call. But I was not into. It, it's not that I was that, so I was accepting. I'm with the priest or anything. But 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 I was at a stage. Yes, the psychologist was at a stage where those words, while I appreciate them, and I have to be courteous and say thank you, I, didn't, I wasn't interested in those words. I was interested in, in, in all I was interested in, in is um, you're leaving now. Yeah. The only comfort that, 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 that was comforting to me was leave from right here. You can leave. You can even just even leave from this space and go somewhere else. Then. But but so so I was in a place where um, not even can you imagine um, these comforting words were comforting to me. I understand. So, <clears throat> I understand. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, so I also became bitter. Angry because not at God, I definitely didn't. Oh, oh I spoke to him every day, mm-hmm. <laughs> every waking moment. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you hear me, but I'm here again. I come talk to you. Yeah, Papa, I'm calling. Mr. Papa, anyways, I'm here again. I'll give you my little nickname. Mr. Papa, anyways, me, you know, you know who is here again, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, two minutes ago, I'm going to stop, but hey, hear me, hear me here again. Yeah, I'm here again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I downloaded it. You asked me how I do it. I felt like I needed to have a conversation with somebody who was in a position to change my status. And everybody else on the outside, you could not do it. Mm-hmm. And so your words of comfort wasn't giving me wasn't changing my status. And mm-hmm. so while I'm thankful for that, I am I <clears throat> I need to speak to someone who can do so. So so the nurses and doctors, I am very amazingly appreciative to them because they changed my status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I but but I had a conversation with God. I mean Incessantly, where I'm saying to him, please work through the nurses and doctors here, because I need to get what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm saying to, but 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 I have to download my concerns, right? You know, sometimes we tell people to write down your pain and, and journal it. And journal it, the whole works, right? Right. So I was journaling <clears throat> in a different way where I'm having a conversation with somebody that I believe has the power to get me out of this place. Well, Andre, you know, listening to you, <clears throat> and I must say this, it just, it just dawned on me that you were in many of your clients' position in that they saw you on many occasions as the hope right and now you found yourself on the other side in the chair 
and yeah. you being the psychologist had to find hope elsewhere the mm. divine creator the nurses and the doctors around you see yeah i know you understand um because it's 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 it's, it's a life lesson you know it is yeah. not just as simple as as as, as covid 19 it is bigger than that it is way bigger than that. And so you understand that no matter who you are, who we are as an individual, we are all vulnerable. No matter what. Can I share this? Yes. Yes, Andre? Right. I, 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 there are times when I must admit. So that was just one of my... So we didn't call it journaling, but, but that journaling is where I had a conversation with God. But I also, I must ad admit, I, some of the skills that I, that, that, that I know, mm -hmm. I teach, mm -hmm. <laughs> I started to utilize them on myself. So you mm -hmm. ask me, what did I do? So it, it is, it's a foregone conclusion that I was fearful. But I had to reframe. Literally, I, I had to reframe. I had to give myself hope and not allow my situation mm -hmm. to, 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 to kill me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I literally, because it is so easy. Remember, I broke down about two or three times. But the penultimate one was when the lady had perished. Um, I had to give myself hope. I had to, I, I had to say, no, man. No, Andre. Yes, man. You beat this man. You leave for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so I had to have a conversation also with me about where my mindset must be. You know, um, that, that, that irrespective of what is around you, um, um, you, you are going to, I'm going to have a positive outlook and a positive mindset about what I want to happen to me. And so, 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 so even with my discomfort, and there were discomforts now, but even with my discomfort, and I'm not just talking about physical discomfort, I'm, I'm talking about just the, 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 the structure, the organizational structure of, you know, um, like I said, can't sleep, whatever, and things like that when they come to do the cleaning and things like that. So while that was true, um, notwithstanding, uh, I gave myself hope. I, I said, you know something? Today is the day I am going to focus on having a unique relationship, not only with God, but anybody that I can talk to. So I met, so I became friends with two gentlemen. Mm -hmm. To the point where um, you know, you know, we assisted one of the gentlemen, you know, his daughter was, was you know, had some issues and things like that. And, um, and, and we arranged, um, for her to, 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 to see a counselor for free mm -hmm. to help her to overcome her issues. Right. And, and she can, so, so, so this is an ongoing free service she had until she overcomes it. Well, put it this way, it is, a, it is, it is no cost to him. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I tell you, it is more than just COVID-19. It is, it is yes, way more than this, that. This gentleman, he was on Zeralto. He was paying some 
23 to $25,000 per month supply. I think it's Aralka or something like that. Um, it, it, it's one of those kind of blood thinner thingy, but he needs it, literally for the rest of his life. And he was paying that amount of money. And when I heard this story, I said, no, man. So although I'm inside your sick, you know, I got my phone and I called some other doctors that I know and I, and I sent, I take a picture of it, I send it to the thing there. I know um, and, uh, maybe this doctor don't have to call her name, so I can call her name um, since I didn't get permission. But I mean, um, I just said Dr. Lee. <laughs> right. Well, Andre, can you hold that thought? We can, are on the break. Noran? You just listened to a special segment in Singles Live courtesy of Evergo Garden Center and Horticultural Supplies. Their friendly staff is ready to help you with everything you need for your beautiful backyard gardens. Get your ceramic pots, fertilizers, plants and seedlings, greenhouse structures and much more. Like them on Facebook at Evergrow Garden Center. Stay tuned. More music and talk coming your way in Singles Live on Cool 97 FM. Cool 97 Radio. Singles Live on The Nation Schoolist, Cool 97 FM and of course... We have with us tonight Andre Allen Casey uh, telling us about his experience um, with COVID-19 and uh, how he got through the illness and uh, what he has learned from the experience. So he's telling us all about his experience um, at the hospital, University of the West Indies, Ward 7 to be exact, uh, persons that he met there. Um, how he felt, um, the scary moments, um, Andre Allen Casey, um, moments of, um, you know, thoughts that uh, we didn't even think that uh, counseling psychologist Andre Allen Casey would have. I see Noran over there. <laughs> Noran is not, I, you know, for the life of it, Noran, I, 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 I'm watching your your eyes over there and you're, you're nodding your head and you're shaking. What are your thoughts? What, what When you heard um, how vulnerable Andre became um, during um, that uh, COVID-19 um, stint at the University Hospital. What were you thinking? Um, well, it carried me back to to when I got COVID. That was October last year. Last year, yeah. yes. And what I went through, not to trivialize it, but it was nothing, it wasn't even a fraction of what I've heard Andre mm-hmm. say, which is why when he's talking, I'm just listening because I feel, knock on wood, I feel like I got off so easily because when I had it, I didn't even know I had it. No. It was just one, I I have sinus issues. Right. Sometimes I know when my sinus is draining what it feels like, but it was just this morning I said, I don't know, something must feel different. And I will be very honest, the fear mongering as well as just the level of intensity that people are speaking about it with. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it did get to me a little bit because I will not lie. When I went to the, the, the medical center and I did the test, I handed in my, after she shoved, shoved the thing up my nose, I walked outside. And before I got to my car, mm-hmm. I heard her say, Mr. Price, come here a second. So immediately I felt my heart kind of go, whoa. And she said, yeah, you have it. I said, all right. And she said, just get this stuff and go. And on the way, leaving the wellness, the, the medical center, going to the pharmacy, in my head, 
based on what I was hearing, what I was seeing, I thought I was just dripping contagiousness. I was afraid to even go to the pharmacy. But I had on my mask and everything, and I went inside, went to the pharmacy, got the medication. And no lie, on the way home, I immediately went to worst case scenario, because that's how my brain works. So I'm thinking, oh, if I get this sick, I don't want to die. Thinking about my daughter, thinking about my family. And it was in the middle of that, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Snap out of it. Do what you have to do. And I will not lie. I, 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 I didn't even, I felt like I had a right, really bad flu. That's what I really thought. Growing up, you know what Jamaican people call hog flu? Hog flu, yeah. I got that when I was younger. And I know what it's like to feel so weak. And this is how I felt about COVID. I just felt like it was just a really, really, really bad flu. But then when I heard, you hear horror stories from other people, it's, it's easy for your mind to go and just run. So listening to what Andre is saying, remembering what some of my friends who went through it have said, with one, a friend of mine who is the fittest person I know, Jim Rat, and he was so, he said he thought he was going to die. He said he was in chest hospital and he remember saying to his wife, yeah, I'm going to die tonight. That's how I feel. But he bounced right back. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of how you take the, all the information that's hitting you because on the news, everywhere you go, people are talking about it and it was the only thing anybody was talking about. So I had to force myself to just take it one day at a time. Um, I went home, locked myself in my room, everything, didn't go near anybody. My mother, and she's going to kill me when I say this, she got WhatsApp and every day she got another thing, oh, do this, do this to fight COVID. And she would come to me and I'm like, listen, just... Back off. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So she made some kind of concoction that... Today, what I call it is witch's brew. That's what yeah, I that's what it. you told me. Yeah, yeah, that's what you told witch's me. Witch's brew. Yes, which was garlic, honey, turmeric, lemon, ginger. Now, the first time she took it, the first time she blended it, pulp and all, she just gave it a yeah, just as a just drink. And I put that thing to my throat, and I don't think it passed my chest plate, and it came right back up. But I said, you know what, I have to drink it. And it was it was a horrible, horrible tasting thing. And I took it and every day I drank some, like a cup of it every day. Now, you know, you have to be careful not to overload the system. But I just, you know, took enough to keep myself. And I spoke to a doctor friend of mine and he says, one of the reasons a lot of people suffer badly with COVID is because they stay still. They stay in bed all day. Mm -hmm. He says, don't do that. He said, no matter how weak you feel, as long as you can, he said, get up and go to Make sure that you're away from everybody. Walk around the house. Him says, stand up in the broiling sun at least mm. 10 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every day, walk a little bit. Him say, you're in bed for an hour, get up on the two jumping jacks. If you can't jump, stretch. And then go back and sit down. And I did that every day, along with the witch's brew. And after seven days, I felt better. And I made sure, you know, follow the guidelines and stuff. But I will say that listening to people talk... It did have an effect on me because on one, on one side you have people who are saying, listen, you know what, it's a bad flu, it is what it is, whatever. You have another people saying, if them see a pull your mask, oh my God, you're trying to kill everybody. And there was this almost rabid response to COVID that a lot of people had. So I'd be in group conversations with people and the person is, is, is going on like they are what I call COVID police. And I'm saying, can't do this, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this. And I remember having a conversation with a young man, and he was 
when I say on the pulpit, as far as I was concerned, he was just saying, oh, if you don't do this, you're trying to kill people and you're a horrible person because COVID. And I said to him, let me ask you a question. I said, are you married? He said, yes. I said, do you and your wife work in the same place? He said, no, everybody has no one okay. When you go home, do you keep your mask on all the time? He said, yeah, when I reach home, I said, okay, do you sanitize everything that you buy? Do you still sleep in the same bed with your wife? Do you hug your kids? Do you still make love to your wife? Do you have on a mask? No, but I, I said, okay. Then recognize that while I know what you're talking about is very serious, there's a, there's a frenetic behavior that people come with and they themselves are not following it. So sometimes I listen to people talk about COVID and I say, okay, I hear what you're saying, but you know, you're being a little hypocritical and you get attacked. Like, what do you mean? I said, because you don't wear a mask all the time. Do you score yourself head to toe in rubber alcohol when you get home? Do you wipe off the cans you just bought at the supermarket? And then the whole party thing came out and it's, oh my God, everybody partying. I can't believe people going to party. And that's why the numbers are big. I said, hold on, first things first, recognize this. The numbers you get, in my opinion, don't reflect the numbers that actually exist. Because the numbers you get are the people who are reporting it. Mm -hmm. And everybody report it. So if you want to take care of yourself, fine. But I wanted people to recognize that they themselves, COVID kind of became an optics game. Like they want to look like they are doing everything they should do, but they don't do it every single time. And that was one of the problems I had talking to people. Because the same person was going on and talking about, oh, this is it. I said, but hold on. Are you, you don't live in a bubble. So you cannot be 100% away from everybody because you have a family, you have a job. But if you take your care, social distance as much as possible. But it became an optics game because some people were going on so bad as if, if you pull your mask down to scratch your nose, you are infecting the whole planet. The whole planet. Mm -hmm. And I had, I had to set up some people like, hey, listen, hold on. You're, you're going a little crazy over this. But it made me realize that we are we were so bombarded with it every day that some people forgot that the cold still exists. Some people forget that dengue still exists. When Andre said that they're testing for dengue, because some of the symptoms look the same. So COVID kind of took over everybody's life. So when I had it, I really sat back. When, when I'm in my bed watching television, I really sat back and said, you know, this could actually get really bad if I'm not careful. My mind could get so stressed out that I could actually make myself sicker so I had to I took all the horror stories that people were talking about I took the good stories and I just kind of centered myself because again I didn't have it very badly it never knocked me out the only thing I will, will say I had I have never felt that level of fatigue in my entire life lifting up my hand was a challenge me lying down in bed trying to sit up I felt fatigue I've never felt before I slept for about nine hours one day i've never slept that long in my life mm -hmm. but again i was lucky and i did what i needed to do get up stood in the sun walked down the road me by myself middle of the morning there's nobody else on the road in the sun i'd sweat it out and within seven days i was good as new good but yeah. again knock on wood that was me that's you some people have it so so much worse and people also need to understand covid while it may contribute to somebody's death or somebody's illness you have to remember that there's other things within that person before covid came along that could have been amplified by covid mm -hmm. 
So I think what COVID did, and one of the good things I would say that came out of COVID, people started taking a deeper look at themselves and their lifestyles. As Andre mentioned when yeah. he started. Yeah. Some people realize that, okay, maybe I need to go to the doctor more, or maybe I need to not do this anymore, and maybe I need to do some more of this. So COVID forced people to look inwards. So that's probably the only good thing I can say came out of it. Also, I realized that some people really had no hygiene. Um, what do you call it? They didn't have a sense of hygiene. You think they personal would. hygiene? Yeah, personal hygiene. Personal was, hygiene. Was, some people really didn't know how much they didn't have a personal hygiene regimen, other than maybe I took a shower. No, the hand washing, the sanitizing. All people complaining, but there are some people who didn't do it before. So. COVID was interesting for me. I took a look at myself and I looked around me, my immediate space and just the world. And I saw how people went from rabid to almost numb because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Andre? Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to ask something that Norn said that uh, propelled me to ask you this. How did, how did Rene um, deal with you? Um, not just having the virus, but being in the hospital and your daughter. How 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 did that affect them? You don't want me to cry on air. I can go to the next question. <laughs> 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 oh gosh, you know my my daughter. You know, just recently became a doctor. Right. And 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 not under that. So I'm not going to say where she is. Um. So that I don't, you know, compromise anything. Mm -hmm. But but he literally was um, thrown into the deep sea because she was. Um, I think her first rotation was COVID mm -hmm. um, ward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, deep sea. She, you know, she's like, go and deal with it. And so she's like, huh? So. And then now she come and learn that her father has COVID. She's like, no, mm -mm, not happening. <laughs> right, right. So, so even as far, um, um, both of them drew strength from each other. Um, they checked in with me, I mean, more than every day. Um, they call, they make certain that um, they bring the insure and water for Nancy because I wasn't. I didn't have any taste or anything else, literally. Um, um, all of what I needed, they, 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 you know, they tried to make me as comfortable as possible. Um, they, when, when they come and think, they, they, they both of them come and, and they give look a joke and they talk and something, and, and they just say, I don't want to hear from you, don't have to talk. We will entertain you, we will talk to you, we, we will say things and things like that until you get enough rest, um, you know ask about your surroundings and, and basically just kind of remind you that, hey, you know, um, give yourself hope, man. Mm -hmm. You know, give yourself hope. Is, 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 is you have to give yourself hope, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you know, and, and just look at the good things like that and, and just remind us some of my own statements that I use. That, so that I you use, use yes. And, and, and that they have learned and, and they put it back on me. Oh, yeah. And all those things. So, so real and truly, the... the, the they're, they're, so, so I moved from where I didn't, I wasn't interested into my family. So the day in which I was heading to the hospital when I felt this was it, 
all I could call upon is God. That's my conversation. Um, I wasn't interested in in in, in what in, in, in my possessions um, or even my relationship with anyone, including my family. I was only thinking about living. I was only thinking about living and and and, and Master God here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and then now, so I reach a different stage now where, um, and and I'm, I'm recovering. I am recovering day by day by the way. Big, 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 big up to, to those doctors and nurses, especially the nurses, man. What the nurses, um, you know, um, um, sister and, and, and a group of nurses, man. I mean, you know, they, they did a masterful job. And, and, and by the way, them have it, them have it hard, you know. Them really have it so. hard. No, yeah, like, yeah, I would think so. You, you know, I mean, the, 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 the day and the night, the two shifts, I'm really just becoming this to do this thinking over and over and over um, and, 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 and resuscitating people. But I saw that too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> bringing my people to life. They, they, I mean, all I'm saying here, hats off to them. Mm-hmm. Hats off to them. You know, I, I was saying to my wife, if we get some money in a man, you know, if we get some money, man, we, 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 we need to. Appreciation. But Andres, time is is winding up on us. Um, Do you have any recommendations for listeners um, now that you have recovered? Recommendation one. Don't take your days for granted. Don't take your time for granted. So, when you can check in and ensure that you have a meaningful relationship with somebody today, because yesterday is memory, you know. Today is reality. Tomorrow is hope. And some of us kind of stand here, make the best of it today. Give yourself a present by living in the present. Mm-hmm. Make the best of your now and, and, and enrich somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Because God knows if he gets to them again. True. So, so that is, that is, that is a, a big one there for me. A, a second, another lesson there for me, though, is to tell people that, listen, for those who don't want to take the vaccine, stop kidding yourself. All of those folks that I, that I saw, they were suffering... They would be in the hospital a whole lot less. And remember, I I am diabetic, and I and, and and I was told that I caught a different strain. They didn't identify what it was, which one it was, but I caught a different strain. But it was because of my because I was inoculated or, or, or vaccinated, um, fully vaccinated, why I was able why my, my span at the hospital was shorter, um, mm-hmm. was much shorter. Mm-hmm. So, so my next lesson is. Whatever old wife feels you might have or uh, superstitions about this thing here, get off it. Because those who the persons who are at the hospital who endorse some of those things, and I know because I had conversation with some of these folks, right, of, of their own um, reasons as to why, um, really found themselves inside their you now suffering. One gentleman says, um, says, hey, a straight, never straight, but you get juke now. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> in his wheelchair, pushing out. In, in, in the counselor, there's me going straight, going to get juked out. Yeah, because of <laughs> what he went through. <laughs> because of what he mm-hmm. went through. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so, for the, for, the, for the next lesson there, for, for our listeners, they're saying, it's a man, go and get it because they don't want to catch this thing here. And, uh, you know, for, 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 for Nora, Nora rather, um, you know, like, you know, thank his lucky stars, you know, um, th- that, that, you know, intervention at different, at, you know, um, took place for him. But, um, the, 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 the comorbidities that, 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 that folks might have will, um, COVID is going to exasperate it. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how much people have, 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 have um, are diabetic here in this country, you know. And so, and so, really and truly, especially if you know that you have high blood pressure or one of those things, go and go take the vaccine, man. Nurse, if you have um, um, your diabetic, go and take the vaccine. Today, no go wait, just go take it right now. Worse like we have this other public strain coming around too. And say, go and take it. It it not can. It will save your life. Mm-hmm. So, so that, 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 and if there's a third message, if there's a third message, I would say, what do I want my life to become to to to, to be the same humdrum? And 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 and, and my life, and, I, and I'm not saying my life is humdrum, but 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 but. but When I went into the hospital, I was able to help two, maybe three persons. And I'm like, wow. And, and it kind of dawned on me. I said, listen, man. He said, if you're living, hmm. if you find yourself living, help other people to live too. If, if you find yourself living, help other people to live too. Um, yeah. yeah. And so right now, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm not only in tune and connected with God, I believe, on, on a different level, but I want to enrich people's lives. Every opportunity I get, I want to enrich people's, people's lives. And um, because um, I, I think I got a second lease on life and living. Andre, and in case I thank you so much. I appreciate you. I thank you for exposing your vulnerabilities um, to those persons out there who are hesitant in terms of their decision, in terms of vaccine, and in terms of dealing um, with everyday living in terms of lifestyle, um, changing their lifestyles in terms of getting exercise, um, moving outside of the bedroom or the settee and getting some adequate sunlight, um, keeping their stress levels down, um, personal hygiene practices, everything, everything we're saying to you now that please look into that. Please look into all those because irrespective of um, vaccine, um, we need to take very good care of ourselves, not only physically, but also emotionally and mentally. And I want to say to you, Andre Allen Casey, um, thank you so, so much. Um, 
for being a part of the Singles Live team. Thank you so much for helping us to um, grow um, emotionally and how we deal with our emotional and psychological health. I thank you so much for um, helping us to develop that. And um, what else can I say? Thank you. My wonderful pleasure, pretty lady. And it's My good to pleasure. and it's good to have you back. Um, yes, it's good to have you back. Uh, so this is the final show for this year for us together. <laughs> the final show because you know, say first Thursday of the month. So all things being equal, when next we meet, oh gosh, I can't believe it. It will be the first Thursday of a new year, Andre. Yeah. Yes, and I am looking forward to many, many more shows with you and continue to help others, uh, continue to help others to improve on their mental health, on their well-being in general, and a much blessing to you and your family and your extended families, wherever they are, until then. Okay? Thank you so very much. <laughs> Lauren, thank you for your for sharing your experience too, sir. Thank you very much for listening and for sharing as well, sir. And I'm glad you're much better. Indeed. Thanks much. All Have right. a good night. You too, Andre Westwell. Yes. So, Singles Live on the Nation School S Co. 97 FM. I want to say thank you so much to Regency Petroleum and also Evergrow Garden Center. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.